Hi, it's Dr. Jenny here, and I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to tune into my Health Hacks podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting and its relationship to the recurrence of cancer. And you might be thinking, what in the world do those two things have to do with each other? Well, in um, in my studies and research into cancer and, you know, how, how do we truly help and serve people that have cancer, not just remove a tumor and not just perform some kind of chemotherapy, but how do we actually make people well and, and treat their whole body? I have um, just been amazed at the connection that I'm seeing between cancer and metabolic function. And so metabolic function is just, you know, basically your blood sugar handling. And that, that's kind of a big hot topic right now. We're seeing that pop up with everything from diabetes to Alzheimer's and, and all that kind of stuff. And now what the research is, is coming out and, and pointing to is that people that are have, have better blood sugar handling and are healthier metabolically, they, they fare much better when it comes to cancer. And so you may have heard this old saying, or um, maybe not, that cancer loves and feeds on sugar. And you kind of have heard that, but you might not know what it means. And just as I'm going through and and digging into the really nerdy nuts and bolts of all this, it's become clear to me that the reason that that's true is because cancer is a cancerous cells. We, we all have cancerous cells that are growing in our body at any given time. And in a healthy immune system, our body will, what those are is those cancerous cells are just, they're very fast acting. They multiply quickly. They're uh, metabolically more active. They replicate faster, but our immune systems are designed to fight that in a process called apoptosis, where it comes in and kills off those cells. Well, if we feed ourselves high carbohydrate diets all the time and we just pump ourselves full of sugar and carbohydrate, then we're actually feeding those cancer cells and and they get the energy before the healthy cells do. So that is the reason why people who, when you see them and their cancer is progressing rapidly, they they look like they're emaciated and they're wasting away and they're losing all this weight because the the cancer cells are gobbling up all of this energy, this high carbohydrate, high sugar energy first before the the healthy cells get a chance to um, get a hold of any nutrition. So um, when we change the the environment by eating a lower carbohydrate, higher fat, higher protein diet, and, you know, put the carbs on hold at the rate that we are consuming them as a society, which is way too high, then we start to feed the healthy cells first. And then that we're able to, our immune system is able to do what it does best and and fight those off. So um, one of the things that we can do is perform intermittent fasting, actually, that is one of the ways that we make ourselves more metabolically flexible and improve our blood sugar handling. And I ran across a study, and and that's what prompted me to do this podcast and and write the blog this week on on this topic, is that I was... As I was reading and studying, I, I ran across this study that it, it's a reputable study. It's um, about five years old now, 
which is pretty recent in the, you know, medical world, it takes things, you know, some time to go through that process. But um, you, you can read this full article on my blog, which is drjenny.com slash blog, um, drjeni.com. And then there's a blog link. And, and what they did is they took, there was over 2000 women that were involved in this study and they had all been um, diagnosed with cancer in remission and none of them had been diagnosed with diabetes. So you've got over 2000 women, a pretty significant group, and you divide them into two groups, a fasting group and a non-fasting group. And the fasting group just um, abstained from eating for 13 plus hours every day. And the other group did not. So um, that was their definition of fasting, 13 plus hours or not. And um, what they found was that fast forward several years into the future, the group that had fasted for 13 hours plus every day, they had a 36% less chance of having their cancer come back or recur. And um, if you or someone you know has ever been diagnosed with cancer, you, you will know the significance of that. Once you've been diagnosed with cancer, one of the big fears and unfortunately a substantial risk is that even though you may treat the type of cancer you have now, you'll go on to develop uh, another kind of cancer or you'll have a recurrence of the same type of cancer. Um, and, and I believe that happens because we don't address these underlying environment or terrain issues in, in the person's body, meaning that there was a reason why they had an environment that allowed them to develop, to develop cancer. And even though they went through some treatment um, protocol, whether it was a tumor removal or radiation treatments or chemotherapy, whatever it was, it, that treated the problem, but it didn't fix the terrain or the environment. So it's like, kind of like plucking out a weed in your garden. If you've got bad soil, you're going to just be having to pull out those weeds all the time. The better choice is to amend your soil and, and look at creating a healthy environment to grow healthy things. So, um, I, I feel like that's what um, we need to do. We need to look into to that kind of stuff. And, and quite frankly, a 13 hour fast is something that almost anybody can reasonably do. It doesn't cost you any money. It's in fact, it, if you don't eat and you miss a meal, you save money. And, um, it's just really simple. So, um, that's why I wanted to have that conversation is just to introduce you to that idea and plant that seed. Now, obviously not everything is right for every person. There are some people that, um, that I work with that I, don't recommend fasting right right off the get-go. And those are people that um, their, their primary issue is adrenal burnout or fatigue, or um, simply put, uh, that's a stress handling. Like their stress handling system is completely overwhelmed. And fasting right away is maybe not the best choice, but going low carbohydrate is a great choice. And then we, we work on supporting their stress handling system and we get to get them to the point where they can easily fast for, for 13 plus hours. Um, if you're pregnant, you're breastfeeding, um, not probably not a good time to skip a meal. Um, same thing with, with really young children and, you know, active, like competitive athletes, Ironman triathletes, kids that are playing ball five days a week, six days a week, and they're just moving a hundred miles a minute. It, that, that 
probably fasting isn't something they need to be doing. But for most of us, that is just a great thing to do. And it's, you know, the benefits of that are fantastic. So um, share that with someone that you love. And um, if you want the whole article, you can, like I said, you can go to my my blog where I put all the details of that article, drjenny.com blog. Um, So you can read it for yourself and do your own homework. But I just, I wanted to bring you that because I think that that's something everybody can, can do, whether you've been diagnosed with cancer or not, it's just a great way to um, become a little bit more metabolically healthy. So thanks for listening. I hope you uh, found some value in that.